What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Monk, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. While you're at it, on whatever platform you're listening on, please hit that subscribe button. And if it happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. And if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tan and J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. We're back at it with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show on this, uh, is it uh, the first day of summer or was that yesterday? That was yesterday. That was yesterday. It's cold. Second day of summer. <laughs> Second day of summer. Happy Blade Father's Day to everybody. Yes, sir. To all the fathers out there. We have some pretty good dads. Yeah, we do. We got pretty lucky. We did. You can say that again. Loaded show again tonight, as yeah, always. What are we going to be covering, J-Man? Baseball. Baseball. Basketball. Basketball. Golf. Uh, probably some more baseball. More baseball. Some NCAA stuff. NCAA stuff. Um, that's all I got. But we got birdie bogey. We got on this day. We have word association. No presidents this week. No presidents this week. I'm no, looking forward to but, that. Uh, how you doing tonight there, Tito? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Ready to ready to talk some sports. Let's do it. Ready to get kicked off with some birdie bogey. Oh yeah. You say I might get this one. This you week. might. We'll see. You might. That's why I, I I don't want to. Don't want to write you off yet, but don't want you don't want to book it that you'll get it right either. Book it. So, all right. Um, I can't think of his first name now. This is going <laughs> great. Booker, who plays for the Suns. Devin. Devin. I knew it started with a D. I want to say Devontae. He was a running back for the Broncos. You would start with an S, though. Uh, Devin Booker. He was the fourth Kentucky guy drafted in the 2015 NBA draft. 15? Name the three other Kentucky players that were drafted ahead of him. Man. That's tough. I know one. Two drafted ahead of him. Two for a par, three for a birdie. All right. Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC from fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. They were at the Kosciuszko County Farmers and Artisans Markets on Saturday where they had green onion, lettuce, cucumber, kale, turnips, radish, Chard, cherry tomatoes, fennel, garlic scapes, jalapeno and serrano peppers, uh, rosemary, thyme, cilantro, and mint. I'm sure they'll have all of those things at the Kosciuszko County Farmer's Market again. You can also um, get veggies delivered to your home. You can find their products on Market Wagon and get them delivered to your door. See their site for more details and be sure to search for Noble Gnome in their search bar to find all of their um, available produce that is marketwagon.com yeah that's pretty, pretty neat i, yeah. I honest, honestly didn't know that was coming i saw that announcement like everybody else over the weekend on their social media so no excuse not to get your veggies now get them get them get them fresh and crisp heard what the man said don't get make, make j-man mad no well like when he's angry don't like me when i'm angry i think uh, bruce banner is scary when he turns green well, watch wait, out for Josh Ma. Wait till I turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of green, John Rahm made a lot of green yesterday. Johnny, the Spaniard. Won the U.S. Open. Uh, his first major victory for his in his young career. You knew it was going to happen. Eventually. Soon. Yeah. It wasn't a matter of if. It was a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going to get the memorial done for back-to-back years a few weeks ago and then had to drop out because uh, he was positive with COVID. But he was the favorite coming in this week, and uh, he proved Vegas right. Yeah, um, pretty cool story coming back from being quarantined um, and then wins, wins the first tournament back, and it happened to be a major, so pretty cool. Yeah, he was uh, you know, he was in it yesterday. Going in yesterday, I think he was uh, three or four shots back, but everybody that was within about five or six really 
um, was in contention because you know you knew the leaders were going to come back a little bit mm. Sunday at the U.S. Open. It's as hard as the golf course gets, and just grinded all day. Only had one birdie, threw in a couple. Well, only had one bogey, threw in a couple birdies, including a birdie on 17 and 18. Made two really good putts, and um, yeah, got it done. I still thought Louis might catch him, but Louis Ustazen made a big mistake on 17, hit it in the penalty area. Still gave himself an incredible look at par. Might have been the par of his career if he could have capitalized, but missed it. Got a bogey. Ended up birdie in the 18, but didn't matter. He lost by one. Uh, Louis Ustay, and that was a sixth runner-up in a major. Yeah, he's won one. He won the 2010 say, Open Championship, but he's <laughs> he's he's been runner-up in all the rest of the majors. This was his sixth runner-up. If if he would have won even just two of those Hall six, of you'd be talking Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah I mean he's he's tough. He's, he's just something. He's good in non-majors too, but something about majors is brings the best out of him, kind of like, like it does Brooks Kepka, who was powder putter, kind of let him down yesterday. He was in the mix. Bryson DeChambeau had the lead at the turn. We're thinking he's going to go back-to-back U.S. Opens. Then he fell apart unlike anybody I've ever seen in the pros for nine holes. Just collapsed. Started off with two bogeys and then slipped on the, I think it was the 13th tee box on the par five, ended up taking a double or triple, and then he took an eight coming in on one hole. He was yeah. awful, and... Yeah, he let his motions get the best of him. Your boy, Roy McIlroy, was hanging around for a while, but had a few too many bogeys coming in to get it done. Um, but good tournament, fun tournament. I thought NBC did a good job, and now three of the four majors are done. The Open Championship or the British Open, that a lot of people call it. It's the fourth and final major next month. Man, major scenes are Yeah, just flying over. by. Um, I don't know how many people they're going to have at the Open. Originally, it was going to be none, but then they decided there is going to be some, but probably not too many. Mm-hmm. It was still limited capacity out in California, in San Diego area, and Torrey Pines for the U.S. Open. But still, um, I mean, when they showed the leaders, of course, a majority of the crowd's going to follow the leaders. So it still looked like there was a bunch of people. And when Ron made those birdie putts on 17 and 18, it looked like it was a packed gallery. So um, looking forward to it. Got the Travelers Championship this week. And then um, the Rocket Mortgage Championship up in Detroit next week so cool decent tournaments coming up but uh yeah, yeah all roads lead to to the open championship now and then after that will be uh the fedex cup championship and the olympics and the um uh Ryder cup that didn't happen last year i saw a stat today and i hope i don't screw it up but xander shafle has played in 17 majors in his mm-hmm. career he has nine top tens He's 5 for 5 in the U.S. Open top 10s. insane. Yep. I was going to bring that U.S. Open stat up. I did not know the rest of that, but he's another one. It's just a matter of when, not mm-hmm. if. But a lot of people said that about Ricky Fowler, too, and Ricky's now in his 30s still looking. Yeah. But uh, Ricky is going to be a dad, dad-to-be. Him and his wife, Allison, announced today a baby girl's on the way in November, so maybe that will bring Rick some good luck, and he'll get in the winner's circle again soon. Uh, still would like to see what he would have done in the U.S. Open because he's been playing well lately, but – he is in the field of Travelers this week in Detroit next week. So hopefully he can get a get a, get a win under his belt. He is qualified for the Open Championship. But uh, fun, fun U.S. Open. My pick, Cameron Smith, didn't even make the cut. He did, however, on Friday, snap a club over his leg and nice. throw it. Nice. Yeah. Don't see a pro do that too often. No, they usually don't throw it at least when they snap it. But, uh, yep, that was a great pick by Tanner. So sorry for anybody if they went and put some money on uh, one of the – betting apps on my advice don't listen to me from now on if you would have won they would have won a ton of money j-man did better Roy got top 10 so oh, yeah, he did <laughs> it's my book at magic the, at cur- the curse is so real the curse, the curse is, is so real the curse is real i mean Roy has won this this year and but he's never won when josh has picked him and he hasn't won a major since 2014 when he won the <laughs> pga championship of valhalla and we've been doing this show since november of 2016 and josh has picked him for every single major I'm I'm darned I'm pretty darn sure it's been every single one. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. think there was any at the beginning. You might have picked somebody else until this trend started. Yeah, but I think I started about two years ago. I'm just gonna pick Ricky or Ricky Fowler. Pick Rory McIlroy yep. every single turn. And now it's just caught on, and the curse is real. It's Hashtag bad. put it on a shirt. Hashtag put it on a shirt. Yeah, so, put it on a shirt. Like I said, fun tournament. Um, enjoyed watching it. I didn't watch. Uh, I watched a good, decent amount Thursday and Friday, but didn't watch much Saturday. But yesterday, I watched pretty much the whole thing. And, and the great thing about being on the being uh, having it on the West Coast was, for Eastern Time Zone person, even Central Time Zone, it's on till late night. Mm-hmm. It was on yesterday from like noon to ten. That's so, kind of nice. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Yeah. Speaking of shirts, go get yourself some merch. 
from the Tan and J-Man Show store.com. Got it. Got it right that time. You got it. It's not the Tan He's and J-Man store. Um, get your merch. We have shirts. We have hoodies. We have uh, beer mugs. Some um, pint, pint glasses. Pint glasses. Sorry. Yeah. Um, same thing. Um, you have a cold one or your beverage of choice. <laughs> We're not going to judge. I say tank tops already? I think I did. I think you did. Um, Long sleeve shirts, short sleeve shirts. You've got masks mugs, on there if you want masks, to get masks. Stickers. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. All kinds of things. Go get yourself some stuff. Yeah. No promo codes going right now, but there could be in the near future. So mm-hmm. keep your eyes out on our social channels, which you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Want to talk some baseball? Sure. Cubs had a rough week uh, this week. They've had a... Uh, Rough month offensively, but this past week they went uh, just two and five. Knew it was going to be a tough one there in uh, New York against the Mets, facing really good starting Ugh. pitching. Uh, Cubs only had the starting pitching advantage once, and that was Monday. And even then, it wasn't uh, a huge advantage for them. But they did manage to win the final game of that series against Marcus Stroman. Kyle Hendricks was fantastic. Then we were hoping for an easy uh, weekend against the Marlins, and that proved to be a uh, not the case at all, where they gave up 10 runs on... They kind of own the Cubs, don't they? The past two years, yeah. yeah. Or the past, yeah, year and a half. And, uh, well... Lost those two games in the um, playoffs last year, and then two out of three this past weekend, where they gave up 10 runs on Friday, 11 runs on Saturday. Um, luckily... Um, who pitched yesterday for the Cubs? It was Alec Mills. Don't look at me. <laughs> Five shutout, and no the bullpen help. came in and did uh, what the bullpen does. But um, some really bad trends uh, so far this June offensively. Wilson Contreras is hitting 188 this month. He has a 250 no on bueno. base. No uh, bueno. 396 slugging. Not great. Uh, Anthony Rizzo is only hitting 239 with a 271 on base, a 478 slugging. Eric Sogard has a 560 OPS this month. Javi Baez is hitting 122 this month. Uh, with a 157 on base and a 306 slugging. Chris Bryant's hitting 137 this month with a 214 on base and a 216 slugging. He got hit on the hand on Tuesday, um, and he's one for 14 cents he, with a single. He always gets hurt when he gets beamed, it seems like. He always gets. Uh, he always starts to slump a little bit when he has some sort of nagging injury. Sure. I'm sure the wrist had something to do with it. You wish they'd just put him on the injured list. He'd, his time would be already Five days, or it'd be half done already. They would have just done that. You could have kept them out this week, whatever, be back Friday. But, no, they like to have guys play through injuries, and I understand why they did it because they're just so banged up right now with Nico Horner on the injured list, David Bodie on the injured list, Matt Duffy on the injured list, whole litany of guys on the, the list. The list goes on. Ian Happ this month is hitting 104 with a 173 on base and a 250 slugging. Jason Hayward hitting 125 this month. With a 243 on base, a 219 slugging. Jason Hayward and Ian Happ are being penciled in pretty much every day at this point. Patrick Wisdom's been on a tear this month. OPS of 960. He has six homers. Sergio Alcantara, who plays second, has an 863 OPS this month. Far better offensive and defensive player than Eric Sogard. Yet David Ross continues to put Sogard in the lineup for some reason. Uh, Patrick Wisdom. Far better offensive player than Jason Hayward. He's a really good defensive third baseman. He should be playing every day at third base. Does he have a high baseball IQ? He's very wisdomous. Wisdom, yeah. Uh-huh. Very, smart. very wisdomous. Um, but again, David Ross uh, is relying on these veterans that just aren't getting it done. You have guys on the bench that are getting it done, and they need to play every day. You, you've seen enough of Jason Hayward to know this is who he is. His time's coming to an end. Need to stop worrying about the contract at this point and how much money he's making. Put your best players out there. Ian Happ has to start hitting her. They're going to have to send him down or something. He has been absolutely miserable this year, hitting under 190. Um, I think he's actually hitting under 180, to be honest. Um, some good offensive numbers, as I said. Wisdom and Alcantara having a good month. Uh, Jock Peterson's been great this month. I see a lot of Jock Bomb um, tweets. He He's just he's fun. He's been a really good fit. Uh, for the clubhouse, he seems like a really good dude, having a lot of fun. Um, has a 922 OPS this month with seven homers. But as a team, they're hitting 182. Um, only have a 241 on base percentage this month and only a 381 slugging. Has to turn around. A lot of it has to do with, um, again, Nico Horner was a huge part of how good their offense was in May. Blows out his hamstring. He is getting close to a rehab assignment within the next probably week or so. So hopefully he'll be back within the next week or two weeks. 
Uh, Matt Duffy, who knows, but he's another guy that you could pencil him in there hitting six and you knew he was going to make contact where those guys at the bottom of the order yesterday was the worst bottom four. It was either yesterday or Saturday. I think it was Saturday. was the worst bottom four I've ever seen the Cubs have in a lineup. Eric Sogard hit fifth. Um, Ian Happ hitting six. Jason Hayward hitting seven. Jose Lobatone hitting eighth. Awful. Their uh, backup catching position has been the worst in baseball. They're collectively hitting under 150 this year. Um, they have to upgrade that as much as they have to upgrade starting pitching because uh, Wilson Contreras has this, caught the second most innings in Major League Baseball this year, and that's probably part of the reason why he's struggling right now. It's just because he's worn out. They haven't had many off days lately. Luckily, they'll have some. They'll have one on Wednesday. Um, they have to fix that, have to somehow get some of these guys hitting. Hopefully, Chris Bryant's just in a little bit of a slump, and he's not like seriously injured. Um, but again, starting pitching hasn't been great. Uh, this month, uh, the starters' ERA is 5.84, which is worse than it was in April. Uh, they were awful in April. The only constant they've had this month, and really for the past probably six or seven weeks, has been Kyle Hendricks. He's won each of his last seven starts with an ERA of right around 2.5-ish. Um, Adbert Alzale is back tonight, which will be nice to have him back because he had been one of their more consistent guys. He had a blister issue two weeks ago. Now he's back. It's getting time where they have to make a decision on Jake Arrieta. Um, he has four starts this month. ERA is nine. Uh, over his last eight starts, his ERA is right around eight. Um, he has to pitch right now just because they don't have anyone else. But Jed Hoyer has to go out, make a trade for a starter soon, or you're going to end up having to sell at the deadline because you're so far out of it because the starting pitching so bad. Luckily, uh, the bullpen has been just ridiculously good this year. In this month, in particular, 2.49 ERA this month. Uh, Ryan Tapera. Um, Craig Kimbrell and Andrew Chafin have a 47 and a third inning scoreless streak combined. Uh, Tapera has the third longest scoreless streak in the majors, hasn't given up an earned run since May 7th. Kimbrell has 20 saves, has an ERA of 0.61, hasn't given up an earned run since May 15th. Andrew Chafin hasn't given up an earned run since May 7th. So you get to the seventh inning, just feels like the ball game's over if you have the lead. Uh, so hopefully that can continue, but again, it seems like every single week I'm saying Cubs have to get more length out of the starting rotation. David Ross keeps hitting the nail on the head, have to get more length out of the rotation. He's almost begging the front office to go and make a trade for a starting pitcher. And uh, the starting pitching market is absurd. Um, some of these guys that you wouldn't think would uh, require much to give up for are like they're putting it at – Top prospect. You have to give up the top prospect for a guy like Kyle Gibson, who has a uh, who's been in the league ten years and has an ERA of well over four in his career. But that's just where it's at right now. And with the uh, whole substance thing uh, that pitchers use, spider tack, spider tack, that sort of stuff, um, they say it's going to be difficult to really judge starting pitchers um, because now you're just going to have five weeks until the trade deadline. Um, who knows if a lot of these guys' success comes from um, having this sort of sticky substance. And, um, I mean, we see it. They're going to start checking tonight randomly. Uh, it sounds like they're going to check them starting pitchers two to four times um, in outing. Uh, Jacob deGrom, they checked him. I saw what they were doing. They were checking his glove. They were checking his hat. They were checking his hands. Like they going through airport security. Yeah, it is. It's like TSA um, out there checking him. And uh, so Jacob deGrom decided to throw no ball under 100 miles an hour in his uh, start um, in the first That'll inning. That'll do it. <laughs> um, he's, he's, a, he's a machine. Um, but I don't think he's human. I don't either. He's, he's like Albert Great Pujols was back, uh, back in the mid-2000s. I'm no machine. <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, we've already seen an injury, Tyler Glass now. Um, the stupid thing Major League Baseball did was do this in the middle of the season. They had all offseason, because people knew they were doing it last year, had all offseason to do something, give them time to kind of get used to it. Now guys are having to kind of change their mechanics, and we've already seen Tyler Glass now get hurt, and he might be out for the entire season. Um, they're not allowing him to use sunscreen, because sunscreen mixed with rosin. That, that, that's um, smart. Stupid. So let somebody, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I let somebody yeah. get burnt and potentially skin cancer or right. something. Right. Um, they're not going to let them do that. It's just Major League Baseball doing, just making the wrong decisions on this. Um, they did need to do something 
with um it's crazy how stuff. fast they cracked down on this though mm-hmm. and there's other issues in the past of been as serious as this if not more and then dragged their feet yeah um but i, I just think there's too much outcry yeah. but again i don't know why they couldn't wait till the end yeah, of the year right um if you get caught you're suspended 10 days with pay is that enough with pay yeah should yeah. be without pay uh, once oh, yeah yeah once again though it hurts it doesn't really punish the players at all but it hurts the franchise yeah. and the team because um they will not be able to um bring someone up for that roster spot so they'll have to play one person yeah. down um but as they did with the astro situation no players got in trouble whatsoever but the front office they got fined front office was canned the manager was banned for a year Start punishing the players for this. Yeah. That's all I got on that. No, you're right. Issue. Um, else around baseball, I have a few. The Yankees uh, had a good week. Yankees had a really good. They needed a good week. But the Blue Jays took two uh, or three from the A's. They can't stop turning triple plays. Three of them. Uh-huh. Two of them to end ball games yeah. too this year, which is insane. Yeah. Um, as I said, though, going back to the Cubs, it feels like they're playing this awful stretch, and they're going to be terrible – um, and it just feels like terrible. But in this brutal stretch, they're seven and six over the last two weeks. People need to calm down, um, including you. I'm fine. I'm fine. I never jumped off. Are you fine? Never jumped off. Yeah, you haven't. Uh, Wander Franco will be the first ever major leaguer born in the year 2001. Number Rays one. He's bringing him up. No, number one prospect in all of baseball. The Tampa Bay Rays are bringing him up. He. In his career in the minor leagues, is hitting over three. That Julio's kid, I take it. He, uh, no, I don't think there's no? any sort oh, of relation I, I, whatsoever. I just figured maybe Julio's grandson. <laughs> yeah, there's so <laughs> many prodigies up in baseball right now. I just figured here's another one. Yeah, there. I mean, there's quite a few. You look. I saw a guy did a uh, all-time lineup of like dads and sons, and it was the sons would wipe the floor with yeah. the dads. Um, it's insane, uh, but he is. An absolute superstar. He plays shortstop. He's 20 years old. I'm going to go look up his stats right now. He has only played just three years in the minor leagues. Um, in 2018, as a 17-year-old, he hit 351. Should have been taken out of a class. Um, yeah. He probably smarter than both of us, too, combined. He's better at baseball, smarter I than us. I won't argue. Um, 2019, at 18 years old, he's facing pitchers that are 22, 23 years old. Hit 327. Struck out only 35 times in 495 plate appearances. Pretty good ratio. Uh, this year, 20 years old in AAA, he's at 315. He's at seven homers. He's slugging 586. This dude's going to be an absolute yep, superstar. Time to move him up. Um, it, it, it was time. And that's why the Rays uh, traded their starting shortstop, Willie Adamas, to um, to the Milwaukee Brewers. Of course, they had to trade him to the Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> Shohei Otani is in the um, home, run derby. home run derby, which is Tours. fun for us. Hitting some bombs. Everyone in the Angels organization get, should get fired for <laughs> letting it happen. But yeah. uh, it's fun for us. This was his week this past week. He won uh, American League Player of the Week. Tuesday hit a homer. Wednesday hit a homer. Thursday threw six innings, gave up one run, got a W. Friday hit two homers. Saturday hit a homer. Sunday hit a homer. It's a pretty good week. Um, One of the better weeks <laughs> I've ever heard of. He might end up winning MVP after uh, – who else is in, in the it? Derby? Do we know yet? They haven't announced. Him. Javier Baez said he's not going to be in it if they ask him. Um, he was in it back in it was in Washington, 2018. Speaking of Washington, Schwarber had a good weekend. Schwarber has five homers the past two games. He was National League Player of the Week. Three uh, in one game. I miss those Schwarbs. I wish they would have kept him and got rid of Hayward and let Jock Peterson out there and ride. That would have been a nice little tandem with Jock and uh, Schwarbs, but can't go on the pass and change it. I was actually wrong on the uh, Tapera, Chafin, and uh, Kimbrell combined score streak. It's 49 in the third inning. That's two innings off. Wow. So, yeah. Mark it down. Mark it down. Yeah, Schwarbs. Schwarbs is a fun guy to have in the Derby if he were to be in it. Yep. I remember him going toe-to-toe with Harper in uh, in Washington that same year. Uh, that was a fun one. Harper cheated. Um, and it would have been Schwarber that won, but Harper had to cheat. What year did Jock Peterson win? Or did he win? Yeah, he, he put on a, a show in... Was it in Cleveland he put on? No, that was Pete Alonso that won in Cleveland. But I think Jock Peterson put on a show in Cleveland. He didn't win, though. Remember uh, Todd Frazier won in Cincinnati. Yeah, that was the first year they Play did the shook. 
that was the first year they did the timed thing yeah. instead of the 10 outs. This was shaking. The Arizona Diamondbacks continue to embarrass. They're awful. <laughs> They've won two games dating back to May something or other. Yeah. And the Yankees have turned all three triple plays yeah. in that time span. Um, the, terrible. <laughs> the Diamondbacks have lost 17 in a row. They've lost 31 of their last 33 and have lost 40 of their last 45. Call it single-A team. 5-40 and 40 over their last 45 games. They have fired more hitting coaches, too, than they have wins this month. Chili Davis isn't one of them, was he? Chili Davis has already been fired this year by the Mets. All right. It didn't take long. They have lost 5 of 40. The Diamondbacks are 14 and 49 in games that took exactly nine innings this year. That is a 162-game pace of 36 and 126. That's historically bad. It might be the worst team of all time. Yeah, didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, pitching's awful. They have the worst pitching in the sports. They're awful. <laughs> Kenley Jansen has m- the Dodgers closer has more saves in Diamondbacks game than any Diamondbacks pitcher does. These are funny. I know. I I it's I don't like Bob Brindley, and he got in trouble for some racist ish comments he made. Um, and so it does not break my heart to see the Arizona Diamondbacks at twenty six and a half games out already. <laughs> they're done. <laughs> they're done. You know, mark it down now. I don't think they're coming back from that much. Uh, they're twenty and fifty-three. They could clone the prime of That's Brandy bad. Johnson and Schilling, and it still wouldn't help them. You could put the two thousand one Diamondbacks <laughs> in their prime all. on this roster, and they wouldn't even get to five hundred <laughs> again. They're thirty-three games under five hundred already. Seventy-three games into the year. That's miserable. Not good. No. Goodness. What's, what else is going on around the league? Uh, Tampa Bay are, had an okay week. Uh, actually, not that good of a week because Boston overtook them for a first place Volk. there. Um, but as I said, the uh, Rays are going to get uh, that shot in the arm from, um, I already forgot his name. Franco. Wa- Wander Franco. Uh, the White Sox are still winning the um, AL Central, though they had a tough weekend in Houston. Houston and Oakland are tied at the top in the West. Uh, Padres find themselves five games out all of a sudden behind the Giants who could just continue just to win. Coasting. Continue to win. Dodgers are just a game and a half out. It seems like they're starting to hit their stride. Cubs and Brewers are tied up atop the NL Central. Cubs only went two and five this week, but so did the Brewers. Um, the Reds went three and four. They swept the uh, Brewers early in the week, but then lost. Uh, the fans thought they were back. Yep, lost all four in San Diego. Um, including a heartbreaker where they came back and scored four runs in the top of the ninth on Thursday against Mark. I think it was Thursday against Mark Melanson there in the ninth inning to take a 4-2 lead, and then um, they gave up two two two-run homers in the ninth to lose. That's that's the kind of loss that you could uh, turn into 10 or 11 in a row, uh, but I'm not sure who they play this week. Uh, But that that was the thing, though. Um, That's the way this National League Central is going to be all year long. No teams really – superb i would say they have some probably four solid teams i'd say and it's almost a coin flip of who's winning the division i think the brewers cubs and uh probably cardinals are the reds the are at three. the twins that's right they play the twins i know the reds have a really tough schedule this like then next they host the braves weeks. uh the braves are still three games under 500 still think the braves are going to start winning again but they just haven't done it yankees host the royals and travel to boston Cubs have two against uh, the Cleveland Indians tonight starting in Wrigley, and then uh, Major League Baseball does the Cubs no favors for like the 10th year in a row, it feels like. Gives them four games against the Los Angeles Dodgers out on the West Coast. Another late night for um, J-Man. Luckily, it's the weekend, yeah. so only one real late night uh, for the J-Man. But uh, hopefully they can find a way to beat the Indians, and well, hopefully that, they can win one in Los Angeles. Yeah, Friday night, game was over like in second inning. <laughs> yeah, they gave up five, I think, in the second. Um, Zach Davies was awful. So it was 10-2 in a hurry, and it didn't get any better. Yeah, Cubs got uh, – Jock Peterson led off with a homer. I'm like, all right, here we go again. We're going to get on a roll. And then uh, Zach Davies hung a changeup with the bases loaded to uh, Adam Duvall with two outs, and he hit it about 900 feet. <laughs> and it was game <laughs> over. Uh, but yeah. Moonshot. It was Adam Duvall. I think they gave up four homers to him this 
past week. Is he a new cup killer? Year four. Um, he might be. I mean, he wasn't who, really with Who the, is the ultimate cup killer in the league right now? A. Eugenio Suarez with the Reds. I mean, he's played. I'm going to go look up his stats against the Cubs. He, he has over 40 homers in his career. I mean, no ones we can name from the past, but I was sure. curious who's active. Um, Paul Goldschmidt's been a Cub killer. Um, but Suarez, for a, I mean, Suarez is a good hitter. He hasn't been good the past couple years. But against the Cubs in his career, it's something real stupid. He's only played 106 games. He has 28 homers. I'm sorry. I thought it was 40. But 28 homers, the most he has against anyone else is against the Brewers, and he has 21. Um, but he just it seems like he mashes Cubs pitching. It's been more so the past um, probably previous three or four years than it has been since 2020. Uh, but it just seems like he's always hitting the ball hard against Vado. It's another one. Ryan Braun. He had a nice uh, video go viral over the weekend. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he got kicked out of a game. Uh, his number one fan, favorite player in baseball, this little girl, um, was there just to see Joey her Votto. first game, I believe. First baseball game she's ever been to. So excited to see her favorite player, Joey Votto, and then Votto gets kicked out real early. But the Reds invited her back, and uh, Votto uh, signed a ball for her. Pretty cool moment. Yeah. Uh, nothing will ever make me like him, but uh, that was that was nice. I was gonna say, uh, great job being an example of a role model there, Joey. But then you kind of make up for it. Yeah, but uh, cool viral video. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. You got anything else baseball wise? No, I think you covered everything. I have a trivia question for you. Uh oh. Don't look at my screen. Nope. Too late. <laughs> so, in the two thousands decade, so from two thousand to two thousand nine or ten. There are six quarterbacks with four-plus Pro Bowl appearances from 2000 to 2009. Who are those six well, I know one. I actually saw your screen. Mm-hmm. So one's Jeff Garcia. Jeff Garcia. I would have never got I that. know. He, he would have been the one that I didn't think you'd get. Can you repeat the question? I'll have Jeff Garcia. Uh, so now there's five besides yeah. Jeff yeah. Garcia. Um, 2000 to 2009. 2000 to 2009 had four Pro Bowl appearances. Can you name the other five guys? Brett Favre? Yep. Peyton Manning? Yep. Tom Brady? Yep. So I'm missing one more. I'm missing two. Two more. Michael Vick? Nope. Mm. 2000, 2009. 2009. Oh, um, ooh, I don't know if he did. Drew Brees? Yep. Oh. One more. Ben Roethlisberger. Donovan McNabb. Oh, I didn't guess that one. <laughs> Uh, Played for about a million teams. Yeah. I would not have jumped. I, I, I feel I bad. That, I looked at your screen. That's all right. I actually thought it was Kaepernick at first, and then I saw number five. Yeah. Yeah, four Pro Bowls for Jeff Garcia. would have never guessed. Let's see. He played for the Niners. Played for the Eagles. Played for the Browns. He played for the Lions, too. Or am I just – he only played ten years, and he made four Pro Bowls. I think most of them probably for San Francisco. He did play for the Lions in 2005. The Lions, man, they're terrible. Uh, he played for Tampa Bay for two years. Oh, yeah. He got around on teams. Yeah. He's a solid quarterback. Yeah, he was. Nothing special for a guy that made four Just Pro Bowls. Winner. Though. Yeah. One or, good teams. Well, yeah. He was a 29-year-old rookie. Grinder. He was a 29-year-old rookie. That makes Brandon Wheaton look young. It does. It's our age. Let's go Let's go. Uh, throw the pigskin oh, yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. My back's <laughs> in great shape. Are you ready to be educated? Always. On this day in... Um, let's see. I should have, uh, <laughs> 1938 baseball's pinky Higgins got as a 12th straight hit. They need to bring back nicknames. What like the hell that. he got a name like a pinky. Oh. His pinky was like crooked. Most of them are. If they play like infield or something, they're throwing him. Um, 1939, New York Yankees announced Lou Gehrig's retirement after doctors reveal he has amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. ALS. ALS. Lou Gehrig's disease. On this day in 1946, Bill Veck buys baseball team Cleveland Indians for $2.2 million. Wonder what, Billy? wonder what they're valued at now. Probably at least $900 million, I would say. Maybe a billion. I'll look it up. 1950, Joe DiMaggio gets his 2,000th career hit. He's pretty good. Not too shabby. Um... Who won the 1965 U.S. Open men's golf? 1965 U.S. Open. 65. Let's 
go with, uh, I don't know if this guy won a U.S. Open. Probably didn't. Gary Player. Gary Player is correct. Holy there cow, what a poll. T-Dog. What a poll. <laughs> Who won in 1970? Nicholas. Tony Jacklin. Never heard of him. The Browns. That's the Browns. That's not the Indians. I'm still working on the, I haven't heard of Jacklin either. Um, 1971. Johnny Miller. Lee Trevino. Okay, good. Won a second open by three strokes in a Monday 18-hole playoff with Jack Nicklaus. You know, I make fun of Johnny Miller a lot, and I don't like the guy. I think he's one of the worst commentators ever, and he's the worst golf commentator that ever was. <laughs> and I knew he was a two-time U.S. Open champion, but I didn't realize he was a 25-time winner on the tour. He's a lot better than I he's thought he was. He's pretty good, yeah. But I still can't stand him. 1971, Ken Hawk Harrelson retires from baseball to play pro golf. You can put it on the board. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> Who won the hey, <laughs> Who won the 1981 US Open? 81. Tom Watson, David Graham. He won two or he won a second major title became the first Australian to win the US Open. I'm struggling my US Open trivia. Pathetic. Not good. Just kidding. 1986-1985 Heisman Trophy winner Bo Jackson signed a three-year contract to play baseball with the Kansas City Royals. Best athlete of all time. I agree. Multi-sport. Who won the 1987 U.S. Open? Tom Kite. Scott Simpson. I haven't heard of these guys. He beat uh, Tom Watson I've heard of Tom. Stroke. Tommy. In the 90s, I might have a chance. Uh, 1987, Mike Tyson did something bad in a parking Imagine that. lot. 1989, Carlton Fisk became the first AL catcher to hit, uh, or he he becomes AL catcher. <laughs> Carl, so I'm going to read this sentence, and it makes no sense. Carlton Fisk becomes AL catcher home run hitter, 307th at Yankee Stadium. Might have been all-time. All-time AL um, catcher home run hitter. That just was terrible grammar. Yep. Um, who won the NBA championship on 1988 on this day? Gonna go with one of two teams. Oh no, maybe three teams. Ooh, now I got third one pop in my head. Celtics, Lakers, or Pistons. It is one of those three. Lakers. Yes. Okay. They beat the Pistons. Yep. And then the Pistons won, I think, the next two. I think. I don't know. Nineteen eighty nine, Yankees traded Ricky Henderson to the A's. He fast. Very fast. Um, let's see. Who won the 1992 U.S. Open? Tom Kite. Tom Kite. Breaks through for his only major. He was perennial runner-up is what they called him, Tom Kite. Who stays? 1997, the WNBA started on this day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah that sounds about right. I mm-hmm. Yeah. What about 98 U.S. Open? Ooh, this guy crud. recovered from a seven-stroke deficit. Oh boy, ninety-eight U.S. Open. I could tell you won the master. Oh my gosh, um, ninety-eight. Oh jeez, Marco Mira, Lee Jansen. Ah, beats a uh, Payne Stewart. Yeah, ah. Marco Mira probably didn't win the U.S. Open. I know he won a Masters, but two thousand fifteen. Uh-oh. Spieth? Yep. Beat, uh, became youngest winner since 1923. Yeah. Beat uh, Dustin Johnson. I was at Chambers Bay when Dustin missed three-putt and missed the three-footer. Dustin Johnson in Louis Ustase <laughs> by one stroke. <laughs> that Poor dude, Louis, man. <laughs> That's going to do it for on this day. Louis, I, le- I learned yesterday, grew up on a farm in South Africa. And uh, he uh, uh, dropped his phone. Yes, I wonder what you're doing phone, there. And he, uh, so he bought a huge ranch. They sit down in Florida. Said, can't take the country out of the boy. Florida's as country as you can get. Yeah. Except you got alligators. You got gators. You can wrestle some gators. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by the Dam Landing. Sorry. Time my up. bad. My bad. Jump the uh, On this day segment, jump the gun. Perform a print house. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Perform a print house is over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving them a call today at 574-210-3815.
This now you can do your episode meat. is brought to you by the damn landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand tossed pizza, hand breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, damn landing is the place to be. The damn landing is a beautiful bar and grill located on Lake Mantle that focuses on freshness <laughs> and quality. The damn smoke is here every single weekend. It features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best micro brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitou and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the damn landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. And the Tan and J-Man Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing two quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Jenison Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find these products and more at circle15golf.com. They got hats. I'm sporting one of their hats. They got like white hat. camo hats, black camo hats, normal camouflage hats. They got uh, just black hats as well as the camo version. They got flex fit. They got snap back. They got sizes for any shape of head. They got small slash medium. They got large slash extra large. They also got the glove hub. They got the Genesis, like I mentioned. They got um, ball markers and devil repair tools. So a little bit of everything. Circle15golf.com. Made a great Father's Day gift for my father and I'm sure many other fathers mm-hmm. out there. Yes, sir. NBA. Yeah, man. Good game last night. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I watched the majority of that Hawks yeah, Sixers game. I watched games. the uh, end of the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, that's about what I did too. Um, the Hawks, man, going to the um, Eastern Conference Championship you know, game. I forgot the Hawks had made the Eastern Seriously. Conference Finals in 2015. I thought they had with like Josh Smith and. Yeah, this is only their second trip to the Eastern Conference Finals ever. So they make it in 2015, then they tear it down, build it back up, and get there. So they get there twice since the process. Started uh-huh. in Philly, and yep. Philly hasn't made Eastern Conference Finals. Find that hilarious. Uh, the Hawks overcame Trey Young, shooting five for twenty-three yeah. last night. But all a former Big Ten player, Kevin Herter. I was awesome. watching that game last night. Yeah. Like, if you would have told me in college this dude was going <laughs> to score twenty plus in the Eastern Conference Finals, twenty-seven points, game seven, mm. I wouldn't have believed. He you. was hitting big shot after big shot too. Um, what Hit those free throws, icing his yeah. veins. What are the Sixers going to do with Ben Simmons? He's awful. He's terrible. He's a liability on offense. He can't Won't shoot. Won't even dunk the ball. He refused. He had a wide-open layup. Probably would have given the uh, the Sixers enough momentum to maybe yep. even win the game. Yep. Um, and he passed it to, to Tobias Harris. He, it, it, he, yeah, I I think they got to make some moves in the offseason, get rid of yeah. some guys. They got to break this team up a little bit. Uh, Doc Rivers, man, I think he'll still be around, but he better consider himself lucky. Uh, yeah. But Simmons – yeah, I don't know if he just doesn't work on his craft enough. Maybe he's not pushed by management coaches enough to work on it because he, he, shot, he can't be that bad on offense. He shot four times you can't, last you night. Can't, you can't be that bad to hesitate. You can't be a – I mean, you're not even – I'd argue you're almost not even second best player on your team anymore because you refuse to shoot. He had 13 assists, only two turnovers. Sure. He, he's a good point guard. Yeah. Um, he's He's been in the league five or six years now. He has to start shooting from outside he's of number one overall feet. pick. Yeah. I, I don't understand why. I mean, he's a 6'10 point guard, which is rare in itself. They released another another uh, number one overall pick years ago because he wouldn't shoot. Yeah, and he's ended up being pretty good now, yeah. uh, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Joel Embiid's a good player. Tobias Harris is easily their second best player, in my opinion. Curry's probably the fourth uh, best Seth, player. Seth Curry's a great shooter. They have some decent bench guys, but it's getting time where you yeah. have to think about uh, you can't lose – Game seven at home. Oh, they're like getting that. booed at the mm-hmm. end off the court. I saw f- viral videos of fans burning Simmons jerseys. Well, that's Philadelphia. For yeah, you. that's a tough, tough sports yeah. city. The Sixers have only lost seven games at home um, in the regular season. Hawks beat them three times. Where, where the Hawks were 16 and 20 on the road, yeah. and the Hawks beat them three times in Philadelphia. Man, I got to give uh, hats off to Nate McMillan. Yeah, man. I ripped them a lot. I still think the Pacers, for that time, made the right decision because I still think they would have been the same team with him back. Mm-hmm. But. He's definitely going to retain his job with the Hawks. Yeah. I think. I, I He has to. He might win uh, Eastern Conference Coach of the <laughs> yeah. Year because of it. Yeah. Um, the Suns are up one game, nothing in yeah. the uh, Western Conference Finals. No Chris Paul. But, again, but no Clippers Kawhi. have uh, no Kawhi, so kind of evens out. Um, and now the Hawks, uh, as I said, are going to go play uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, who are now the odds-on favorite to win it all. Suns and four. 
Book it. This will be the J-Man's book it prediction of the week. You can book that. The Suns in four. I would say put it on a shirt, but Barstool already did that. So Book it. Devin Booker is a superstar. First triple double's career uh, yesterday. Came at a great time. Stephen A. Smith called him next Kobe. That's mm. pump the brakes, Stephen. He's completely different than Kobe. Yeah. There's never going to be another no. Kobe. No. Um, but, but I think it's great for the league. Look at the four teams. Love it. Parody. I mean, Bucks haven't won in, in years. Uh-huh. Suns have never won. Clippers have never won. Hawks won before the NBA was the NBA. So, yeah, I love it. Fantastic. I might actually watch it now because I was getting sick of the LeBron. Oh, everybody uh, was. The super teams might be dead. I hope so. I'm so glad Brooklyn lost. Yep. So glad. Ke- Kevin Durant. He couldn't do it all uh, by himself, uh, but he looked like Carlton off the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air <laughs> with that last shot. Yeah. I thought he won it to begin with. I'm like, oh, my God, he just made it to win. And then his big toe was on the line. <laughs> but I'll tell you, Harris for the Nets could have built three houses with the bricks he was shooting. Well, he's a good he cost shooter, him too. In Joe game, Harris. In game seven. He was just bricking shooter. everything. But, yeah, and then we had an NBA trade. Kimball Walker gets traded oh, from the right. along with, like, a first-round pick or two to the Thunder for Al, Al Horford, Horford and, again yeah. and somebody else. But Don't see too many trades this early. Uh, it's not even the offseason yet. They want to get Kimbo's contract off the books, but now they're eating one almost just as bad now. Horford's. Um, so the lottery will be decided tomorrow night. Um Head coaching searches Becky Hammond and Chauncey Billups are finalists for the Blazers bop, 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 job. Um, the Pacers, it looks like, are looking at Terry Stotts, Brian Shaw, and <coughs> I don't remember the third one. It was a retread. Yeah, another one. Um, Brian Shaw is one I could see them ending up with because he was a former Pacer assistant for years. Went to Denver for three years from 2013-15. Did not do well there at all. Then was an assistant for the Lakers, associate head coach, actually. Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford. Then was a G League coach this past year. But right when I saw his name, I'm like, that might make a lot of sense. He's got familiarity with the ownership and the franchise. I wouldn't be huge on it, but I'm not expected to be blown away by anybody they hire. Just is what it is. J-Man's Book Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life. Home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Um, who you got in the Hawks? Bucks. Bucks and six. Trey Young needs to be talked about like they talk about Luka Doncic. Yeah, same draft. Um, even, even trade. He's, he's a star. Um, Rick Carlisle's available. Speaking of Luka. Yeah, because uh, it sounds like they couldn't get along there. Like uh, Pacers, they, they won't do it, but that'd be uh, cool. That would be cool to bring him back. Should never got rid of him first place. I was at a game in two thousand four when he got kicked out against the Nets, New Jersey Nets. Jason yep. Kidd. I think that was his last year there. It was Reggie Miller's last year, his uh, final year. After Rick, good old uh, Jim O'Brien came in. Then Frank Frank Vogel took over interim, and then he was just hired, and then. Nate McMillan and then Nate. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, um, yeah, but also I'm taking the Suns and six. Suns Bucks finals. I'd love that. All about it. Each one more finals MVP. No. Who's hey, he, he got 12 minutes who's yesterday. He with? Suns. Suns. He, he got 12 minutes yesterday. He scored. I don't. I don't know. I just know because Chris Paul was out. He got, got a little run. 11 minutes, zero points, yep. two assists, one turnover, a steal. All right. Cool. He's, mi- He's the only Purdue player still alive. He was a, he was a minus six in the plus minus. Not, not ideal. But, um, yeah. You ready for a word association? Yeah. You want to do that before things? the uh, NCA topic? Oh, or? yeah. We can talk NCA. Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, big NCA news today. The Supreme Court unanimously ruled that the NCA went too far in blocking some educa- education-related aid for student-athletes, a decision that comes as college athletics struggle with the issue of how to preserve its amateur status. Love it. Um, Should have been done a long time ago. They were expecting the Supreme Court ruling to be in the Supreme Court or in the athletes' favor. Yep. Uh, but they thought it'd be like six three or seven two. It was a nine nothing. Nope. In the athletes' favor. Um, yeah. If, if the school the school should be able to get them laptops. Absolutely. Or they should be able to get postgraduate internships, things sure. like that. Yeah. Um, I remember, for instance, Brandon Paul had to work. He's a former University of Illinois player. I remember the story. He had to work at a restaurant in the summer. 
because uh, they wouldn't let him just like have an internship, an unpaid mm-hmm. internship at the school. Wouldn't even mm-hmm. let him work mm-hmm. in the athletic department, uh, which I think is just asinine. Uh, the NCAA is the most corrupt organization, one of them in the U.S., and um, I'm so glad the Supreme Court dunked on them today. And, and we don't get political on this show, but I, I saw a tweet that was pretty funny. It said, one of the only things in America that the right side, right party, left party, right side, left side, whatever you, however you want to say it, can agree on, NCAA is full of idiots. Yep, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yep. So it's, 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 I was thinking today in my head, man, like seven years ago, I wouldn't have seen a lot of these changes coming, even though I thought they were needed. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, a playoff and an expansion of the playoff and then all of this student-athletes potentially getting paid, which I think they all need to. Which this is um, part of it, this too. This is part of it. It's a step in the right direction. Um, all this branding stuff. Uh, just, just so many different things. I, I wouldn't have seen this happen in 2014. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Now you want on this day? Yeah. No, you mean Word Association. A oh, Word Association? Yeah. I'm all screwed up today. It's a Monday. So I went back the past 15 NBA champions. Okay. I just have a random player from each uh, <laughs> each team. All right. Lakers from last year, Alex Caruso. Solid. Headband. Yeah. I don't know much about him no. besides he's all a player. Toronto Raptors, Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Lin Sanity, man. Uh, that I was, he was even on the Raptors for those two weeks. The Knicks, man. It was like it was the NBA version of Tebow Mania. Yeah, it was. It was insane. It took it took a whole part of the world over. <laughs> Golden State Warriors, JaVale McGee. Oh, JaVale. <laughs> At Indiana Pacer game, he's trying to throw an alley from half court. He trips, falls, and throws it over the backboard. <laughs> it, it was on ESPN <laughs> on the not top ten. It was classic. Warriors, Matt Barnes. <laughs> trying to get in a fight with Kobe. Yep. Throw it. Act like Kobe didn't in, flinch at all. That flinch. guy was just a poser. Cleveland Cavs, Anderson Anderson Verizal. Fro, look at the hair. Uh-huh. They sold wigs of his in the crowd. Brazilian, good player. Golden State Warriors, Andre Iguodala. Underrated. Mm-hmm. I thought Still he was playing. for his whole career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finals MVP one year. Um, sixth man of the year, I think, multiple times. I used to love playing with him on NBA 2K11. Oh, I got buckets with that guy. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs, Boris Diaw. Underrated defender. He was good. Um, he was a pretty good big yeah, guy. Good, good for the Suns for many years. Mm-hmm. Just knew, knew his role. Knew his role. Yeah, good role player. Miami Heat, Mike Miller. Clutch shooter. Horrible back. I mean, he's like <laughs> crippled walking around. But, man, ever since he came out of Florida and went, got into the league and went to the Grizzlies and hopped around some other spots, he helped whoever he was on the Heat. Um, like, like, yeah. Um, he was good wherever he went, but – he could barely walk at the end of his career. Now he's assistant for Memphis with Penny Hardaway. Yeah, that's right. Miami Heat again, Norris Cole. Cleveland State. Yep. I remember he had a 20 rebound game. He was only six foot two. He was on the State. team that beat Ohio State, right? In 09 in the tournament? I don't remember. I just remember he knocked him off like 14 seed, <laughs> three seed. Dallas Mavericks, JJ Berea. Killing the Americans in the Olympics. Yeah. Killing you on NBA 2K. All the time. I mean, just a little pest. But yep. he's good. another good player. Another good role player. Los Angeles Lakers, Jordan Farmar. UCLA. Yep. yep. That's a good college player. Him and Collison and Westbrook. Yep. That was Kevin a good backcourt. Man, that was a good team. They was Ariza there? No, he's before that. Uh, those teams, you can see why um, Holland got them to so many Final yeah. Fours and then got canned. But, uh, yeah, good good backup point guard and pros. Also, the Lakers, Sasa, Sasha Vujic, Vujic. Remember him? Hard name to pronounce. Yep, clearly. Uh, yeah, I do. I he wore like number 18. I don't remember much about him. He's a shooter. That's all I remember. Boston Celtics, Kendrick Perkins. Slow. Uh, <laughs> there, uh, there's some good memory I have of him, but I'm blanking on it right now. I think it was when he's on the Thunder. Seems like everyone hated him. Yeah, yeah. He said something stupid or something. He is a comment or a mm-hmm. analyst now on one of the sports channels. San Antonio Spurs, Bruce Bowen. Defender. Yeah. Lockdown That's what defender. he was there for. Yeah. Another had, guy. Who, the Spurs were so great because the guys knew their roles. Mm-hmm. They had three Hall of Fame level players, and then you had guys like Bruce Bowen that would lock yep. down the best player on the other team. Yep. Uh, could knock down three ball as well. Yep. Miami Heat, Jason Capono. 
UCLA sharpshooter, yeah. headband, yep. spiked hair. Shooter. Um, he he was like Duncan Robinson before Duncan Yeah, I Robinson. think he won a three-point shootout one year. He was a Cavalier for a little while. Like six foot eight, didn't do anything besides shoot, but he could really could really stroke it. I saw him play a Macarena when he was UCLA's best player. They came in 2001 to play. or two thousand No, 2000. And um, I got to go to that game because my parents were out enjoying the Rose Bowl. <laughs> so I got to go to a, a Christmas break uh, Purdue-UCLA game. And nice. UCLA won because Purdue was terrible. What year was that? Uh, 2000, 2001. So yeah. they were actually coming off the Elite Eight from 99, 2000, and they just weren't good. Just weren't good. Year. Beginning of the end. Yep, the yep. It was on. towards he was starting to lose his recruits. Yeah, so that'll do it for on this day. Good one. I like that. I like that one. That was fun. I, got, I already got one in mind for you next week. I already have one in mind for you in two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, I got you one in mind from here. The college football <laughs> actually do, but we'll see if it comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. But the word association, the word association segment is brought to you by Rhett Lee Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrea Key LLC are located at 206th 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give him a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Got four minutes left. Um, We do. you have anything you want to hit on real quick? Man, we've covered a lot tonight all over the spectrum. I don't have any PBA bowling I want to cover. (laughs) Uh, uh, I did. uh, uh, Ryan Lochte. um, Yeah. He's uh, he's not going to Olympics, so it looks like his career's over. He's 36. Um, He would have been ancient for the Olympics. Uh, but it would have been a pretty cool story. Great career, great swimmer overshadowed by Phelps, of course. Yeah, if if he was in a different era without yeah. Phelps, you'd consider him really one of, one of the greats. But but did you see Justin Gatlin? 39 years old. Still fast. Fastest guy out there. <laughs> thirty nine. I didn't know he was 39 until the other either. day. I was watching the trials because Purdue's football team has a guy who runs track, Marcellus Moore. He was in the trials. Got sixth or seventh, which was third fastest time in Purdue history. It wow. would have been if it was in a Purdue wow. meet. But, uh, yeah, Jeff Brom, give him the ball a little bit this year. I think he returned <laughs> one kick last year and only got like five yards off of it. But um, he'll be a redshirt freshman. you got to be pretty so talented to return, uh, to return kicks. A yeah, you do. Off. you got to read. you got to read coverages, yeah. too. It's not just about speed. Plus, it's so much more difficult to return a punt in the college game, it right. seems like, than it is. Uh, I, I just want to return or, kicks. I don't know about punts because they have Jackson Anthrop, who's like 96 just, years old. Just catch the ball. Um, he can That's just all catch the ball. Do, yep. Fair catch, catch Callaway. Yeah. Birdie Bowie tonight. Hit me with it. Um, why am I forgetting his name again? Devin. 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 I want to say Devontae. <laughs> D. Booker. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns had a triple-double yesterday in game one of the Western Conference Finals. He was the fourth player out of the Kentucky in the 2015 draft to be selected. Who were the three former Kentucky Wildcats who uh, went before him? Carl Anthony Towns. He went number one to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Did James Young go before him? No. Shoot. Oh, I knew James Young was there. I have no idea. Uh, I knew Carl Anthony Towns. I'm drawing a blank on who was even on the Kentucky team because that was a like good me Kentucky last team. week when I couldn't remember wide receivers yeah. on any darn team in the NFL. Carl Anthony Towns went one. Are the other two still in the league? I believe so. Um, There's so many Kentucky guys. I mean, I believe I believe they're both in the league. It's one of the Harrison brothers. No, <sighs> it's hard. Kentucky. I know. All those years, they've all run together. I don't know. Give up? Yep. I'm related to this guy. Willie Cauley Stein went sixth to the Wouldn't Sacramento Kings. Him. I thought he was earlier than that. Shoot. Tra- Trey Lyles went one pick. Wouldn't even thought of Booker. Trey Lyles. Come on, T Dog. <laughs> I had more faith than man. you. Man. More faith I than you, man. I think you'll get him tonight. You know I'm not going to get him. I thought I had more Son faith than you. Gun. <laughs> That's a bogey. That was That's a two stroke lead. That's a one stroke. Lead. One stroke. We were tied. Yeah, we were tied. We were tied. That's right. Because I told you if you got right, you'd take the lead for the first time all year. But uh, man, when did Devin Booker go? Because James Young went seventh. I think he went. I think he went twelfth. <laughs> John fifteen, I believe. Is 
James Young was 17. That was a good guess. That was a better guess than the guys who were actually ahead. He went 13. 13. So then Lyles was like 12, but I know Coley Stein was 6. And Trey Lyles was a lottery pick? Man. I forgot about Willie Coley. I think we're off the air. But hey, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll have a great week, everybody. We'll be back at it next Monday on the Tim J-Man Show.